Back at it again, back at it again, episode 22 with the boys, Real what Fans up? Podcast, Real Fans Everything. Isn't that right, Gabe? Where can you find us, Gabe? Yeah. All the places. You already found <laughs> us. If you're watching this now, you're, you're listening back, you find us all the things. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, <laughs> all the things. Craigslist, Home Depot, Lower <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond, the and bulletin beyond, board and at Walmart. <laughs> is that is that where you go to watch your fights? You go to Walmart in the parking lot and just post up there. Nah, I'm just going to. I go to the demo to... section. You know how they have like the demo section at all the TVs. I just ask like, I got a homeboy. He just puts it on. He's <laughs> he puts the game on for you. That's actually pretty like. You put up to a target. You know yeah. somebody. You save mad money. You don't have to worry about people. You know. Like, but the thing is, somebody, somebody has to buy it. Somebody has to buy it, though. You go take a, a can of Coke out of the, the drink aisle. Nobody's going to notice. You're good, man. Go chill. Post up one of those chairs. Yeah. Sit back. Get a pillow. <laughs> Me and Gabe actually watched the the fight, and it, it wasn't that How bad. Was that? It, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Tell us about it. I want to hear yeah. about that. You have to recap, because I forgot a lot of the fights. So you have to go through one by one. All right. So, so we can talk about the two big ones that, um. well, there's three, but... We could briefly mention. So the first one that came across that I think me and Gabe want to see the most was Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz, which that fight was fucking insane. Yo, listen, and I seen a little bit of it. I saw some highlights, and you you predicted a good uh, a good amount of stuff that was gonna happen, and I was like, damn, Julian did say that. So Bro. apparently, I called for that second round knockout. That didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. No, yeah. So, I mean, we all kind of expected Leon Edwards was going to win that fight. He was just the more technical, more better condi- – well, I don't know. I would say Nate Diaz is a pretty well-conditioned athlete. But uh, we predicted Leon Edwards was just going to – he should win that one. He's younger. He's just – I think he's a little bit more talented. Nate Diaz is just a brawler, and he's one of those guys like – I heard somebody say he's almost like he feels disrespected – just by you stepping in the cage with him. He's like, wait, you wow. don't deserve to be here. Like, why are you in this cage with me? And Gabe yeah, hates he it. Carry that it's... on his shoulder. <laughs> and Gabe hates it because Gabe, I don't know why he just hates Nate Diaz. I don't know what Nate I Diaz did to him. Diaz. Here's what I hate. I hate like un, unearned or unearned swag. Like, or this kind of arrogance is like, why are you being arrogant? Like everybody knows you're a fighter. You're a brawler. That's your reputation. You take shit on the chin. You eat punches. That's kind of your reputation, and, and and he's very well liked. Like, you know, as if as far as like we're watching the fight, like there's a, a lot of pretty much the whole damn restaurant was rooting for for Nate Diaz. A, a lot of people like this guy, and that's fine. But he's not, you know, he's not my. He's the people's fighter, champ, man. He's the people's he, he champ. Bro, he goes out there like he's fucking Floyd Mayweather. Like he's got a twenty and old record or some shit. Like, come on, like, come. Hey, you down. know that's what I think people like about him. Like that's that's just who he, he doesn't is, care, bro. Been. He's just gonna brawl. He doesn't care about his popularity or social media presence or showmanship. He's in there to, like like Julian said, just to brawl, get bloody, and, yeah. you know what I mean? Break some bones. Yeah. I would and say, we'll, he, you know, he's authentic, man. But he's not fake, but it's just like, what, what are you doing? Like, your your ego is too massive. Like, I don't know. Maybe because I'm not personally that way. Like, I have a huge fucking ego. I mean, it, it, that showed in the fight. Like, we can get into it, Julian. I, about, I like, think, I think if you just... Yeah, I was gonna say. I think you just grow up in street fights and you grow up in the hood and stuff like that. I think he's just he just, that's just his mentality. Like you know, you you grow up in SoCal, like it's just kind of how it is. Like you know, 
But anyways, to the actual fight, it, it, he almost pulled off the greatest fucking comeback I, I've almost ever seen in my life. This and man took a beating. At the end this man took like, a beating for four and a half rounds, gushing blood, which I called because he has so much built up scar tissue and other shit. Daniel Cormier actually talked about uh, it's not just scar tissue, but some other things, some other reasons why too. But man, I mean, from the side of his head was gushing blood. Here was just split open as usual. And I mean, he was just pouring blood. And then I was like, man, I tell you what, he's fucking standing in there and just taking it. Yeah. Like he just, but he's, he's striking back and he was actually landing some shots on Leon Edward. And then right with a minute left in the fifth round, Nate Diaz fucking rocks him. And then the whole bar erupted and it was yeah. fucking crazy but here's where he fucked up though yeah after, after yeah. he rocked him he waited yeah. like five seconds it was pointing he, at him he was like hey look yeah. i just hit you and you're dizzy he waited he like at him. <laughs> granted after he waited five seconds and then he went after him granted leon edwards was still leon edwards was still rocked after those five seconds but yeah, i mean five seconds five seconds is huge especially in fighting like it's huge that, that gives you a second to kind of like semi gather yourself which i think is what happened and then he went after him and then he he kept on hitting him he kept on hitting him and then i i think part of the reason is maybe nate was just so gassed from all the hits and everything and i think maybe i I don't know. I think he surprised himself. I don't know what yeah. happened, but if he didn't stop, if he didn't take those five seconds after he rocked him, because if you see Leon Edwards, his eyes rolled to the back of his head. He was stumbling. Like he was gone. And I guarantee you one more strong hit and he was on the floor. And then he would just ground and pound him to the ref, had to pull Honestly, him off. Man, that, that was the one shot he had and he didn't take the opportunity. I think in his head with the whole pointing and everything, one, he was either gassed, had nothing left in him. And like you said, two, he probably just surprised himself. Or three, he already knew the fight was over. He probably already knew, all right, this fight is over. I landed one lucky hit. And who points and stares when you have the one opportunity? Like, what was that, bro? You're getting your ass beat about- for four rounds and four minutes. Like, <laughs> like that, was, that was your do or die moment, which he didn't execute on for whatever reason. But I don't know. I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like the little showmanship at I, the I, end because that was your one shot, bro. You were losing the whole fight, and yeah. you got to keep going till the clock runs out. You Which he I mean? did, but he just waited five seconds after that, and like that five seconds is so crucial because yeah, yeah. you did it after that, but like you got to do it right then and there, like immediately, because like one said, more hit, his ass was on the ground. One more hit, and he was on the ground. Most of the fight, this guy was showing off. Uh, Nate Diaz was showing off. Like I saw his ass like ten thousand times because oh, he was just like bend yeah. over and he was like trying to backfist or do some shit. So uh, and uh, this was a five round fight, right? It was like five round. Yeah, was it five round five minutes. And yeah, it was a it was an odd uh, situation. Norm, yeah. it was a five round yeah. fight, and it wasn't a main event or a title fight, so it was kind of okay. unusual. And- and I would have gave maybe just based on the striking, because, you know, you get takedowns and strikes or whatever, you get points for certain things. And just based on the points, what I saw, like, I didn't see really Nate Diaz dominate a round. I would have maybe, maybe give him just off of points, maybe one round. But but Edwards took the fight. And like you said, that last 30 seconds, that fury, like, that was his last chance because he was not winning that match. Like, if it would have ended before that lamp punched, like, I would have gave the fight to Edwards anyways. And But, like, you had a chance to knock him out and 
you know, maybe he, like I said, this is his ego. Like, he thinks he had the fight. He thought he had the points. He was going to win this easily. Like, no, your last chance was those last minute and a half or whatever. And Edwards just, he was, you know, he was backfired. He he survived that shit. You know what I mean? He got rocked good, and he he could have been knocked out potentially. He could have lost the whole damn fight in that in those last yeah. seconds. But, I mean, Edwards survived, and guess what? It, it goes to whoever has the most points. And, and Edwards, I feel like, dominated most of that fight. Like I said, I would have gave maybe Diaz one round, but... Like, he was just showboating. I didn't really see him, you know, I didn't see him put up a good fight. Like, I don't know. And yeah. and uh, Julian, this was like his fight in a long time, right? He hadn't fought in like a year or something? Yeah, it's been a while. I'm not exactly sure on how long, but it's it's been a minute. I know that. Julian, much. question to you, question to you. If this is a three-round fight, obviously he's known for his endurance. That's why they went five and he wanted yeah. to put five. Let's say from the get, it's a three-round fight. Do you think it would have made any of a difference uh, for Nate? No, I mean he got his ass beat for three rounds, so I don't I don't think it would have made a difference. I mean, maybe he would have had a little bit of a, more of a fire at the end of the third round. Yeah, but I don't think that made a difference. I I almost think the only reason why I even caught Leon Edwards is because I think Leon he Edwards just kind of yeah. I think I think not so much Leon Edwards got tired because I think he has really good endurance and he did hold his own. I think maybe he just. I don't want to say he got comfortable, but I mean, you know, you're doing five rounds and you beat this guy's ass for four and a half rounds. I think he just kind of let go a little bit. And then it was just like, I don't know exactly what was going through his mind, but that's just kind of like my possibility. Like, like I said, uh, as far as like Diaz's fucking ego, like I feel like he was performing for the crowd instead of doing his job, which is fight the guy in front of you. I feel like he was performing for the crowd. Like he was doing like this. Are you entertained thing? Like looking around, he's bending over. Stop. I'm like, yo, just fight the guy. Like <laughs> your job is to fight the guy and win the match. Your, your job is not to fucking give me a fucking Broadway play right now. You know what I mean? And he, that's what I feel like he was doing to the audience. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> this man like, Gabe was getting so mad at Nate. Di- he, I've never Broadway seen play. I suppose hating on Nate Diaz so bad. How many times you gonna look into the crowd? Like, look at him, bro. Yeah. Yo, I want to see that shit like in WWE or some shit. Like, I don't want to see this shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's what the that's what the wrestlers do. Like, don't like you're a fucking fighter. You're a, you're fucking in the UFC. Fight the guy, man. Like, come on, win this fight. You're you're showing off for everybody else, but like, it would be nice if you actually were fighting the guy and then you shut off. But you didn't even fight. You're just showing off like without fighting the guy. So whatever. That, that's it for that. Yeah. You want to go? What's the, what was the next one that we had? The next here? one was the flyweight <laughs> championship, where we got the first Mexican-born fighter to ever uh, win the UFC title. It was Brandon that Moreno. Was this was a good that fight. was a really good fight. I believe he ends up Brandon Moreno ends up winning by rear naked choke in the second round. Um, very emotional, like uh, fight for him. It it was really heartwarming to see, man. That guy. I mean, he busted his ass for years to get where he was to finally win that thing and the sportsmanship was really good they're definitely going to rematch that fight it was a really good fight and this is coming from somebody i don't really watch flyway or it's just one of those things they don't ufc doesn't really push because there's not a lot of competition there um these are like just, small dudes like these are like five foot four yeah i believe yeah 125 they weigh in at, and yeah it's just not their super most marketable division um but i didn't know the champ because he he's been pretty dominant for a while but it was a it was a really good fight it was fun to watch um i think the moreno guy won both rounds oh he won the first round and then obviously he choked him out in the second and uh really good jujitsu really good jujitsu like um because the guy almost got out like twice 
And then he was finally able to catch him and get underneath the chin and unlock yeah. it right there. And it they was were able to reverse some of the moves and stuff. So this this was like you know this was we're talking about the Nate Diaz fight. This was way more entertaining than the Nate Diaz fight. And you know these are two little guys. And like like he says like it was more technically sound. They were striking more. You saw the guys were getting at it. They weren't running and hiding. They weren't performing. They were like fucking fighting, fighting. So uh, this fight was like really you know surprisingly good. Like you know for mm-hmm. for what it was. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there wasn't much on that fight other than that. But then we can go to the big dog fight between Martin uh, Vittori and Israel Adesanya, the style bender. Um, that that was a good fight. Uh, Izzy pretty much held his own almost every round, I would say. I be- It's been a while. I got to remember. But I want to say he probably lost the third round. He lost one. It was either the third or the second round because he got taken down quite a few times. But the one thing that stood out to me the most was Izzy's takedown defense was elite. Elite. I've, I, I mean, this man's takedown defense was so good. Like he he you can tell he definitely took uh what he learned from moving up to lightweight against uh Jan Balchowicz and the light heavyweight uh title fight. And he he understood where he failed at. You know, Jan just kept on just overpowering him and things like that. And Izzy always kinda had good takedown defense, but I think he needed that last fight for him to even excel at it even more. And he needed to coming in smart and Vittoria because if he kept the fight standing, he was going to win it. And that's what he yeah. did. And then when, when uh, Vittoria was able to take him down, he immediately popped back up instantaneously. He was, he was not able to keep him down long if, when he was able to. And as he just kept the fight up and then he kept on chopping on his, uh, yeah, his left, right. his right leg. I think he was, cause yeah. I think Vittoria's Southpaw. So I think he was chopping at his leg kicks right at this fucking thigh you can tell that shit was hurting a couple times he he ended up losing balance on it 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 was a very technically sound just perfectly executed fight by izzy it was just it was like that's that's a champ like that that's how you see like that guy you watch that fight and that was a prime example of like that guy's the best in his division like he is he can do it at all levels and like to me that that I was always kind of on the fence with Izzy about like how I feel with him, like pound for pound. But like after seeing that fight, I mean like this guy, I mean, he's ran through his entire division. And then after seeing that fight, like seeing how his growth, seeing what he did, what he learned from his last fight to what he was able to execute in this one was just like, there's nobody beating him in that division. Nobody. Yeah. I, I mean, this we'll fight, see. Um, yeah. Just, just to tag on what Julie was saying. I think most of this fight, from what I recall, is like the Tory was like he's he's one dimensional. Like he was standing up, he was going to stand up and fight with with Adesanya, and he was eating those kicks. He was not he was not fainting. He was not uh like countering those kicks. He was just landing, keeping his foot there. And by the end of the fight, like bro, if you look at his chest, like how white his chest was, and then how pink his 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 knee was, I was like, bro, this guy is going to hurt, bro. He's not going to be walking because. Um, you know, Adesanya, like you said, style bender, he was changing up, switching it up, doing a lot of, uh, picks, punch combos. He was more, uh, you know, more of an interesting type, kind of pushing the fight, trying to pick his spots where Vittorio was just like, yo, I'm going to just stand up and fight. And if I can catch him here, that's it. Yep. Um, sometimes they would clinch and we would put him against the wall, but Vittorio really didn't, you know, I wouldn't say like he, he was just pretty much one dimensional. Like, I want to say he. He, he maybe, maybe won the second round. It was either the second or that. I can't think of which one it was. But I remember he, like, maybe won it. And it was just because he got, like, a couple takedowns. And Izzy didn't land too many shots. And I was like, that's probably the only one you can give to him. 
And then there was another one where it was like, maybe it was the third round. It was, it was really close, but it was like, at the end of the day, the judges are going to give it to the champ. If a, if a round's that close, they're going to give it to the champ. And then I remember the, yeah, the, the, the final two rounds, it was, is he just dominated? It was yeah. he just dominated. Did you see what he did towards the end when homeboy was getting those last minute shots in? He was up against the fence pretending to be hurt. He was oh like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even Joe Joe Rogan said he's like, why isn't he not checking the kicks? I don't understand why he wasn't. He was just yeah. eating it. He was just eating it. Yeah. It made no sense to me. And, and he didn't switch feet either. Like he stayed on his right front foot. Like his with his foot. His his. He right stayed southpaw. Yeah. He, he didn't change. Southpaw. He didn't like you know. He didn't, he wasn't giving. He wasn't giving any other look to Adesanya. And Adesanya kept eating his fucking leg. So. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know where his leg is now. It shouldn't be off his body because it shouldn't be attached because that's how many times I'm trying to hit him. <laughs> no, they, uh, they, left, they left it in a cooler, bro. They took his yeah. leg off and put it in a cooler. His leg was about as pink as... Look at Julian's shirt. His leg was yeah. about that pink and then his chest was like as wide as Julian's face. That's, that was a difference wow, in his leg. Wow, okay. Then. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's just shots it. fired, man. But Adesanya, you know, when you're the champ, like, you know what I mean? Like, when you're the challenger and you're facing the champion, like, you got to push the fight and you got to convince people that, yes... I I gave this guy a fight and you know, and I didn't I really didn't see that like I didn't like I said I didn't see any diversity in his strategy. He was like, "Yo, I'm just stand up and brawl, and this is the, this is the whole fight. And I'm gonna clinch up with him sometimes. I'll put him against the wall, but I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna try to change out of it." And that was it. That was pretty much the fight. So I and mean, then, yeah, you can't go in against the champ and not make adjustments. You know, round yeah. to rounds. So well, that's if, what if I was telling. Save- I was, that's what I was telling Gabe, and it's like I mean. The, look at the John Jones fights. Like you, those are super close fights. But the thing is, you can't keep close fights with the champ. If you're going to yeah. win and take over the reins as champion, you either have to knock him out. You got to submit him. You got to end the fight. Or if you're going to go to decision, you got to make it clear, clear cut. Like you got to make it clear that you won that fight. It can't be close because if it's close, it's going to the champ. It, it just is. It just it might not be right. But that's just how it rolls. Like you, right, you didn't bro. prove nothing. We'll be looking forward to the next fights. So I'm pretty sure there's a lot of McGregor you know, Poirier. This next big on. one. We're gonna we're gonna be on that. We're definitely all gonna get together and watch that. On to the next news. Wow, did you guys see what's going on in the NBA? There's plenty to talk about there between I mean, playoffs. You know, uh, you know, all NBA team selections right now. There's a lot of controversy with that between first, second, third teams. I don't know if you guys saw who made what and who got snubbed. Is I personally feel like it's always the same people that that get snubbed. They put no respect on their name. Like it's ridiculous to see. Real quick, growing. What's up? Real quick, let's have a moment of silence for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, (laughs) uh, what? The beating that they took at the second half. Um, <laughs> so, what do you want to talk? You want to talk about the game? What do you want to talk about? Today was pretty crazy on NBA Twitter. I, it was pretty wild. Was, honestly, let's fresh off the press. You know, let's talk about that game last night, man. Oh, oh, Utah I Clippers. I, was, uh, I wasn't watching the game. I, I checked in about halftime, and I saw that they were up like twenty. Uh, because I, I was busy doing some other shit, whatever. So I checked in the game. They were at halftime, and I, you know, I'm watching the half game press, whatever. I'm like, oh man, this is pretty tough. But you know, NBA like 20 point leads. That's not, you know, that's pretty common. Like uh, there's a lot of teams that go down, you know, point 15, lead. 20 points, and, and and you know, they come back in a quarter. You know, you know, Miami Heat famously has a third quarter where they just fucking they just disappear. Um, anything. So I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna watch this game, uh, and 
you know, I saw, you know, I saw all the way to the point where they sat down. I think it was like six minutes left. I think in the third quarter, they sat Embiid. They sat uh, Ben Simmons right afterwards. Um, a couple of timeouts or gone some fouls. And, bruh, I, it was unheard of. Like, nobody could fucking make a shot. Nobody in the 76 could make a shot. Ben Simmons could not buy a free throw <laughs> to save his life. Bro, I, I said this last. Joel ben Simmons no is the most overrated player in the NBA, and I've been calling it for years. That man has done nothing. He has not lived up to anything. I was thinking about Julian. I was like, yo, because, I, I, you know, Ben Simmons, they talk about Ben Simmons. I think he's an above average player, but as far as elite NBA player, man, He's oh, overhyped for what he is. He's a he. He should be in the NBA. Yes, and you know, like, funny bro. It like the, obviously the series is not over, and Hawks have the advantage. Stephen A. Clear cut said the reason why the 76ers will never win a championship is the fact that Ben Simmons cannot shoot. You can't shoot. You're not going to win a championship like that. It isn't. Yeah. You're not going to do it. If you're the top, you know two player on the team you can't buy a jump shot or anything behind the three-point line what do you expect to do drive all game and i'm it's sorry not gonna to... happen where's the mid-range like you know just like i said on? just like i said last week doc rivers is not safe don't hide behind joel Embiid and ben simmons because who's the one that fucking pulled them out doc rivers who's the one that you should if you have a 25 point lead i'm sorry that's bad coaching Yes, we can blame the players, maybe not showing up, but that's bad coaching. You didn't know how to time the game. The, you didn't know how to call certain, like bring in certain people to keep the keep fresh legs, keep defense on. Like your main goal is to hold hold the line, man. Hold the line. Like you got a huge lead. That's bad coaching. Um, like when it comes to lead changes and things like that, like that's bad coaching. We can blame the players all day long, but that's terrible coaching. I mean. There's the players no are the ones that gotta make the points. Like you know, the the, the coach has got to be responsible for the strategy and whatever strategy they come. You know, when it comes to like timeouts or matchups or or, or what are the playing zone or what kind of players are they doing isolation or something. The coach is gonna be responsible for I'll say for the strategy, but at some point the players got to make some points, bro. But a coach is also a motivator. A coach is us like at, at the end of like there's no everybody's to blame. Like I think, but like I do think like if your players aren't showing up. Put in somebody who will like you. You got to do something. Like I just feel like a twenty-five point lead. I get it. Like you, they maybe they're not out there playing, but like there's just to me there's no excuses. Like you, you don't lose a twenty-five point lead in the playoffs no. at home. That that's crazy. Um, like I said, NBA tour was going off. I was joining in because. Uh, I would say you know as a what you, fan, what you from our account, real well, fan. I mean, I, uh, I haven't been tweeting for a real fan. I, I forgot. I need to get the, the password again because I got a new phone and new login. Stuff. Oh, but, yeah. man. NBA tour is going off. I saw something about a, I saw a stat that I think they put out there. I think Barstool pulled it out about the win percentage of like uh, the win percentage was like above like 93%. The whole game for Philadelphia. Philadelphia was supposed to win 93%. And then like the last four minutes, that shit dropped like all the way. That's incredible. Could you but, imagine live betting that game? Yo. Yo, you, and you know what's crazy? If you we're live betted that slander, game, you know what I mean? We're getting on the 76ers. We're, we're talking to trash. We're doing a thing. Yo, let's just give some credit to the Hawks, man. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Young. Oh, like, I trade Young. Bro, I trade Young. young play up Young, <laughs> Give the Hawks some credit, man. They're one of the hottest teams in the playoff right now, man. 
came off a huge win. Obviously, it was the Knicks, but still big for the city. You know, Hawks were in a playoff team last few seasons, and they're on the verge yeah. of taking out the one seed in the East. Trey so Young is—he's proving to be such one of the—he's proving to be one of the most clutch players in the league. Like the performance after performance of when he needs to get it done, when he needs to get it done, he gets it done. Like it's just—he's not complaining about how he doesn't need help. He's not like—I mean, think about it. I mean, yeah, he has a lot of good supplementary players on that team, but he's the superstar, the one and only star in that team, and oh, he's just getting it done. Box, he's getting it, it done. In. They won the first game of the series against 76ers, and they, they, they have a 25-point comeback. Bro, they're, they're here to stay, man. They, they believe in themselves. Bro, like, team, like that. Like, you team come up in, with somebody you else? First game, and you're, you're, you're fighting back 25-point deficit against the one seed? Oh, they're not scared right now, man. They got the give, series. Give them another star. They can do one more game. I'm telling you, you give them another star, another star player, like, they're immediately contenders. Like, they're, like... They're already pushing for it. Shit. Like, as yeah. it is. Like, I mean, yeah, it's there. That man, Trey Young, he, damn, I should have got that fucking rookie card. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's go back. Go oh, back to episode three. Oh, bro. How much, of it, how much is this card going for now? I was like, listen, Julian, you, you're telling our fans, you're telling us to invest in these Trey Young cards. And now we bring it, we're going full circle. <laughs> Where are those cards at? wanted to see you buy one, and you never. Where are those <laughs> hey, cards I proved myself that look. Listen to me when it comes to like predictions. I was like Trey Young cards. Buy him young. Buy him a low because he's gonna show, he's gonna pop off soon, sooner rather than later. Like he's he's gonna pop off and look what's happening, man. So where are your cards at? You ain't I buying. Don't know. Any? <laughs> I didn't buy any. He ain't getting any. He's gonna think about getting them now. But yo, shout <laughs> out to Trey Young and the, the Atlanta Hawks, man. I mean, that's the thing about the playoffs, dog. It's like. Yo, forget the regular season. Whoever's the hottest team, you know, I mean, the hot, the hottest team is going to, you know, and I would say that they're one of, you know, talking about the NBA in general, like they're one of the teams are the healthiest teams, right? Because they haven't really haven't had too much injury to bother them. We've had, we've seen Harden out. Uh, Kyrie was out, you know, coming into the playoffs. Uh, You know, all these players, uh, 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 LeBron, AD, AD, you know, I mean, we've seen all these players get hurt. And luckily, they're one of the healthiest teams, and they're a hot team. They're playing team basketball, yeah. which is crazy because in that third quarter, I saw their defense. They was like, yo, they're giving up these easy buckets. They're letting people slide behind their defense, a little pass, whatever. And fucking the 76ers just imploded, dog. And it was it was fucking amazing. So we all knew it, though. They're a hot team, Listen, man. Yeah, I, I don't want to celebrate too early, but, you know, like I said a few episodes back, I'm actually going for this Hawks team to, to get – out of the series, man. And let's see, yo, one more game. You know, you know what it takes. So it's not a guaranteed win. They still gotta fight for it. You know, who knows? 76ers might take the, the adjustments needed to to beat this team. Because they're still a beatable team. You know, they're not unstoppable. Yeah. So this, all right. this I might be get a, through though. I'll say this might be a little through. early, but like I think I could easily see them make it to the finals. I think it's possible. The Nets don't scare me though. Like I mean, like every like on paper they do. Like, can they even get past the bu- the Bucks or what? Truth, I think the Bucks are the favorites. Listen, brother, you missed out on a big game if you're saying that because you didn't see KD drop that 49 point triple double the other night without Kyrie and with a James Harden five points. No, I, under- I understand. I understand. Bro, but- one win away. I, if that didn't scare you, that scared everyone else. I don't know what else it's going to game seven, Listen, right? And I'm a LeBron fan, stating like. KD did what he had to do and show he was the best player right now to keep them in this series. 
because you go winning two in a row, then you lose two back to back. You lose Kyrie, and you come in and drop damn near a 50-point triple-double with the team on your back. I, yo, respect, because that shows how good that team is. Went the box up 3-2. Harden could be out, and then you got a player like KD who could come in and do that and just hold it down, yeah. which were is the, ridiculous. Were the and Bucks? all three are still not playing. Think about that. All three have not played together yet in the playoffs. But <laughs> Imagine. What's the, what's the series? What, what's the three, series? Okay, I thought, it was, I thought yeah, Bucks up. were already up 3-2 uh, for some reason. I thought it was yeah. going to game seven. Ah, uh, bro. Not yet. Who knows? Six. Oh, I don't know. That was, but yeah, I, I understand. But here's the thing, though. It's like, but they are really inconsistent, though. It's like you, you never know what Nets team you're getting. Like, I've, you know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying, but that, it's crazy how good they are. No matter yeah. who's dropping, you got the next man up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The whole game, yeah. like. No, I understand, but then there's, and then there's times where they just don't show up. None of them show up, like, sometimes. Yeah. Like, well, I it, mean, that's, that's, that's the benefit of having a super team. Like I said before, it's like, yo, if, if Kyrie's having a bad night, guess what? We got KD, we got James Harden. Any of these guys are closers. Any of these guys can close games. Any of these guys that, are, that have been in, in pressure situations, in playoff situations, mm-hmm. and that's the benefit of having players like that, elite players that have been around the league, and they can just close for you. You can have any closer. Anybody can close. And, you yeah. know, that that's what what, you know, what Kevin Durant did, that's what everybody kind of expects out of him. It's like, yo, yeah. put the team on your back. That's like, what you everyone wanted to see these last few years because yeah. we were take KD's been on a super team for the last few years that we didn't see. Yeah, he had the two clutch shots against LeBron those years. Yeah. He did what he had to do in the finals, but this that was his moment. It, it was make or break, literally, because look, if if you didn't hold it down for your squad in the playoffs, you know, to to go up in the series without injured, like that was like the LeBron moment for KD right there. When yo, you don't have yeah. anybody. And, you know, LeBron missed his moment this season. That's what – that KD game is what people want to see LeBron do this season, which he's done plenty of times in the past. That's why a lot of people are disappointed in LeBron this year because he, he wasn't able to pull it off. You know, hey, you know, you know, to be had to the Suns, LeBron didn't do it. He didn't drop his 50-point triple-double. Like, you're, we're accustomed to see him doing when you need him in crunch time. But KD did it for his team, you know, right now. Now All they I'm saying is – all I'm saying is the Hawks are hot, man, and that's something that's scary. When you see a team on a roll like that, I don't care what sport it is, when you get that momentum going, you almost get this feeling that you're unstoppable. And when you get that feeling, like, it's just they're scared. Like the Suns, man, the Suns are scary team, bro. They're on fire, and you don't want it to be in that path. Like, it's... It's like it's scary being around a team like that. And then you have on the other side, you have a team that's like up and down throughout the thing. And it's like all it takes for a team that's like they, it seems like when they got it figured out, man, you we, I mean, look at this. Look at the heat, man. Last year yeah. they got it. They got it figured out. Okay. I mean, obviously, I, they got, I see what you're saying with the Hawks, too. You know what I mean? But I, I just don't see them on the same level as the Suns right now. I know yeah. you're just making a comparison. Yeah. You know. Hawks are still fighting for that. They haven't earned anything yet, like I said. I will say, I don't think they're going to get swept. They're not going to get swept. Looking like the Suns, you know what I mean? No, no, and I understand that. But I also think, you know, they could push it to a game six or even seven. Or even a seven. I think it's – I would not be surprised if they push it to a seven. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Yeah, you have faith in that team then. I think it's possible, man. Like, I don't know. When you see people hot like that, it's scary. I mean, nobody would have thought the Heat would have made it to the finals. And, like, you, everybody thought that he were going to get smacked by the Bucks, And then they uh, went on to beat, uh, oh, my God, what is my mom drawing? all the tough teams. 
Yeah. We beat the Pacers. We swept the Pacers. Gentlemen yeah. sweep the Bucks. Gentlemen, yeah. and then we beat the Celtics, and then we went to the finals. Celtics. That's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. As I say, Jojo. I mean, we talk, kind of talk about the games. I mean, that. I mean, like I said, I think Atlanta's a little bit short. They're kind of outstacked. If they go up against the Nets, they I think they're kind of a smaller team. I would say. Yeah. And not really a, a big by team. They are we'll a smaller see. team. Yeah. We we still got we still got a you know some let them get let the Hawks come out the East before we talk about the Hawks Suns. You know what I mean? Uh, let's yeah. see how how let them get out of this series and we'll, we'll we'll see the matchups and everything. Let, let's see if they I can think, close I the think they're closing it at home. I think they're closing it at home. But uh, Jojo, did you want to get into uh, what, anything else in NBA news that's going on today or this week? Yeah, man. Uh, NBA all, all team selections. Uh, do you guys know who made what teams or anything like that? Well, I was gonna, I, I was I gonna saw... bring up the uh, the Western Conference about what was happening over there first. I don't know if you guys want to do that. Are you talking about happened? the Clippers game? Yeah, what happened? Um, I, I don't even watch the game. I, I saw maybe the beginning of it, but then I turned that shit off. Like I said, hard to watch West Coast teams. I know. Uh, uh, with the Clippers, one. Paul George dropped Paul how George, many yeah. points? He went off though. Paul George is how many uh, points was back? It? That's a real question. Is is PG thirteen back now? Bro, I mean, he has down. we'll see. No, no more playoff P. Right? But no, no <laughs> Kawhi, no Kawhi, and to win that game in was it in Utah too? Like that's that's but crazy. Can he do it again? Can he do it again? Because Kawhi is not playing. He's, he's I'll out, tell you bro. what, man. I'm really surprised with the Jazz. I thought the Jazz should have been done with. Like, I didn't think the Clippers would be. I mean, I think they're yeah. up, right? They're three yeah, two. Yeah. We're, we're talking about you know hot teams. Like the Clippers were, are hot too. Like they well, they, they, they fucking shut out the Mavs. I didn't expect them to go over the mat. Like beat the Mavs. Like uh, I expect that series to be over. Like I was kind of waiting for the disappointment Clippers. And you know yeah. they're putting up a fight. Yeah. You know I mean, like, I'm, I'm I, disappointed. I still don't believe in it. I'm not gonna believe the hype. But the Clippers are playing well. They're a hot team right now as well. Like, if, if the Hawks are the hot team in the East, the Clippers are the hot team in the West. You know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah, they're the sleeper hot team right now. And, you know, no one expected them to, to come out of either series right now. I'm not even rooting for them. They started 0-2 against the Mavs, came out of that series game seven. They started 0-2 in this series. Now they're up 3-2. They won three games in a row. Yo, I'm, if you're a Jazz yeah. fan, you have to be disappointed. You have way more firepower on that team. And you have the three-time defensive player of the year. And you're losing without even Kawhi like you're not you don't they don't even have Kawhi you're losing like come on like yeah, what man, is going on doing, does, this, does this go to the players or the coaching be honest I didn't really watch that particular game but I do think like I said man I, three I in think a row I, in a series, though. who are you gonna oh. blame they lost three in a row now they were up 2-0 they lost three in a row who do you blame I think you blame, yeah, I think I kind of same thing the Sixers. You kind of blame everybody. You kind of blame the Sixers. I mean, I'm not going to say who to blame because I didn't watch that game yeah. in detail. In detail to really, like, say who won and who's the X factor of why they're losing. But, I mean, like I said, when you see losing streaks and you see, like, big comebacks and stuff, to me, I can't help but think about, like, the coach, like, not putting your players in a position to win the game. And, like... And I think, yeah, a lot of people, NBA has kind of become less of like play calling and just more like kind of just going out there, more of like a player's league and you do that. But yeah. like, I mean, I think having a good coach does do something though. I mean, you you can make a team and that was nothing into something. Like you can bring something oh, of out of players and, and, and putting your players in the right position. I mean, you have certain guys out there who probably shouldn't be out there together or certain and then putting other guys in there that should be yeah. in there together because they bounce off each other. Jazz probably counted them out already uh, going up 2-0. Now they're on a three-game losing streak they got, on the maybe verge they, of getting eliminated. That's maybe they got that's soft. Crazy. If I was a Jazz fan right now, bro, I'd be holding my breath. 
because anything can with even without Kawhi, who knows? PG could go off for 50 next game. Like he's definitely capable of doing that. Uh, so I, I'd still be nervous. Like you, you know. You I tell you game. what, though, man, the Suns are getting a lot of rest right now. They're getting a lot of rest. Oh yeah, but Julian, I don't know if you heard. They got a little. You know, got a little something to worry about over there in Phoenix, man. And I feel like your boy Chris Paul can never ever catch a break in the playoffs. Oh, it's not an injury, but he's on uh, COVID protocol right now. So man. whatever the process is with that, and. It, it, it's crazy. Like he might have to quarantine or, you know, whatever the rules are going forward. And hopefully whatever he has to do, he's back in time for that first game. I don't the know best if you thing heard that happen. I didn't hear about that, but the best thing that happened is that they swept Denver. Like, so, and you just got to hope that this series goes into a game seven and just give yourself as much time yeah. as possible to get through the, whatever. Yeah, protocols you, don't throw, you don't want to throw them off their rhythm. Let's say, you know, knock on wood. No, yes, yeah, so, uh, for sure. That first game, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm saying all you can root for right Miami. now, all you can root for is the other series to get dragged Long out. Series, a game seven. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all you can root for. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, apparently the league uh, they have they you know they have this stuff protocols. Obviously last year everything was in the bubble. They're all in Orlando, so everything was shut down a little bit more. But um, apparently I think they said about seventy five or eighty percent of the league is already vaccinated. But they do have separate protocols for separate people. So if um, you are vaccinated, I guess it's like lesser time. Like you need lesser time to quarantine yeah. or test or whatever. Um, uh, but if you're not, then you know you're going to get that two week, you're going to get that two week notice of, uh, yeah, you can't come back for two weeks. And, uh, when you're in the middle of a playoff series, like, I hope these guys got vaccinated, you know? And, and that's one of the things, I guess, one of the criticisms they said about LeBron James, because LeBron James came out uh, about the vaccination saying, he's like, Oh, that's a private matter. I'm really not going to talk about it. Yeah. Whether I do or don't, he was very vague about for, it. Uh, it's kind of like, Oh man. And then he was you know, out with the Drake and all that. And then he got a yeah. slap on the wrist. He, nothing happened to him. Yeah, and that, and that's where people are making comparisons too about like, yo, Adam Silver, you know, he went to some Drake commercial or doing some shit for Patron or whatever the fuck it was, and he was like, oh, oh yeah, everybody was safe, he protocol, he got no no game suspension in the middle of, of that series, literally in the middle of a series like the, it was, I think he went out that Saturday night, and they played that Sunday or something, no game suspension, he played whatever, uh, and they got booted anyways, but like compare that com- c- compared to Chris Paul, like I don't know the treatment. The sad, right now, the, 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 the sad reality is. Problem. Was it was confirmed. It's confirmed. Like he was vaccinated. So Matt Barnes, yeah. uh, you know, had a phone call. He was he was on camera today or yesterday, and he confirmed that he had a brief conversation with him. He's vaccinated, and he says all he all Chris Paul does is go work out, chill with the team, and go home or whatever you know they do. And he hasn't done anything extra. So it's kind of like I don't know where this is coming from. Like I said, it's it's bad luck and Chris Paul and the playoffs. There's always something going on. He just overcame his, his shoulder injury, so everything was looking good. And hopefully, like I said, it's not like a downfall for the Phoenix Suns for some something so stupid or yeah. Uh, well, case is, you know I mean? I'd also say too. I mean, like we compared all that, but at the end of the day, like LeBron is the NBA's most profitable player. Like, and he's going to get special treatment. Like, and Chris he, and, I no, mean, he's not, Paul, he's, I not. Think he was head he's, of the, he's not LeBron I, though. Like he's not, but he's still a, he's still a figure in the NBA. A, he's a veteran player. He's, been he's a figure, B, but I think he was a player. You want LeBron. Yeah. He's the head of the playing game. Yeah. I understand that. But at the end of the day, we're talking, when this was happening around like the playing game too, it's like NBA, they want LeBron for ratings in the playing game playing like, and at the end of the day, LeBron is, he's the face of the NBA. And he's going to get special treatment because of that. Like, you're not going to, like, sit LeBron out 
in a play on game. You should have sat. He was in the middle of a fucking series. He should have no, sat. No, you, you should have, but at the end, situations are situational. And it's hey, it's it's LeBron bro. James, and you're not, you're just, you're not, the NBA is not going to do that. They're not going to sit him out in a play in game. Like, that's ratings right there. That's money. And at the end of the day, money talk. And LeBron is the I face know, of the NBA, and you're going to have him play. Hey, listen, and who's saying the same thing with Chris Paul? On what the protocols are, so we can go back and forth and argue. Well, I'm not talking about the protocols. I'm talking about just like in right general. Wrong and, well, no, I'm talking no, about, I get it. Man. I'm talking about in general. LeBron's always going to get special treatment. Anybody who's the face of the league is always going to get special treatment. They're not going to get the same punishment as other guys. It's just it's not because they're the ones that make money for the league. It's just how it is. You're not. You know how much the NBA is hating that. Like the NBA, like headquarters, they're hating the fact that LeBron's not in the playoffs. They hate it. Like you know, they hate it. They they oh, want him in the playoffs. They, they called you and told you they're like, "Yo, bro." <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just a business. And LeBron is out right now. Like, it's I a business, say, bro. This is how it is. I guarantee hey. you. Look at the as as NBA's are already struggling with ratings as it is. Like they've been historically down. Like as a whole, not having LeBron there, like. That's even like they Tim want LeBron first, there. They want him there. A lot of sports, though. You know what I mean? NFL ratings went down over time. No, N- NFL went up. NFL's been higher than ever. MLB. No, they, MLB's they might, down. It might have went back up, but like you know, obviously during the whole Kaepernick thing and everything, ratings and stuff went down as well. Um, you know, not to bring up that but topic, I, but, but I'm, I'm saying like, like as know, a it, whole, it, it is what it is. Like if ratings fluctuate, you know, year to year. That's why they make adjustments. Well, you know, and I'm talking about not like you know. Well, from what I understand, NBA's over year over year has been significantly going down versus and so is MLB and I think hockey and football have been progressively going up. From what I understand. Okay. Yeah, but when you're when you're that low, if you're like a smaller market like hockey, there's only room to grow. So you're going to have you know a yeah. lot of room to grow over the years whereas when you're on top, you know what I mean? Of course they're going to judge any increase or decrease that they'll see, but you know, you're still up top. Well, I mean, you're talking about NFL yeah. still rising too, and that's still the biggest league in the world. Yeah. So let, let's get into uh, JoJo. Let's get into the uh, the NBA All Star picks that came out because I think yeah. they announced them. They announced all like deep point all stuff. All NBA team. We're gonna start with that. So basically, it's broken down to three teams, top players in the league, uh, per position. So we'll start with All NBA third team. We'll start with that. We'll go from third, second, first. We got your boy, Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. You got Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving. All right. Second NBA team, we got Damn. Damian Lillard, Julius Randle. Made second NBA team. Great season. Chris Paul, Joel Embiid, oh, LeBron. Man. And uh, yeah, LeBron. Those are the top five right there for a second NBA team. Our first NBA team, best player in every position in the NBA. This season, we got Steph Curry, Giannis, Luka, Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. And the third team? Oh, that's number one. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't realize you were going up. I thought you were going down. I was like, that's the third team? I was like, (laughs) three, two, one. What do you think Uh, about that? Uh, I don't have a problem with any of the I'm picks. I'm not upset I mean, at that. Yeah. I mean, these guys had had great years as far as the top picks. 
like uh you know a lot of it's like splitting hairs or whatever but as far as like first team second team i really didn't feel like anybody did i mean do you, jojo do you feel like anybody got because wow. i feel like that's surprising pretty- you don't think anyone I, you probably don't know off the top of your head so i can name a few players at, i will say i will say like wow i will say one person who probably shouldn't be there Jason Tatum, you don't think he belongs he in Okay, Donovan Mitchell. Okay, possibly. Okay. And James Harden. Team. James Harden, even though he was injured, he's not in any of the top three. Did you say uh, Booker? Not there yet. I I will say this. I mean, I love Jimmy Butler, but I do not think he should have been it this year. Now, hold I on, love, Snub, I, We also got KD's not on any of the lists. I was going to say that too. Yeah, KD was wasn't say, on there. What we about got Damian. Damian he was Lillard. he was two. He was second Lillard team. Okay. Trey Young, your boy Trey Young got snubbed. Not even not even an All Star selector. Name me the third team again. What was the third team again? All right, we got Zion, Andy Book not on there. Third team, I got you right now. He said Butler. We got hey. Butler, Ru- Rudy Gobert, Paul George. Bradley Beal, he played lights out this season. I mean, and Kyrie Irving. You could take out probably maybe George and Kyrie. I, I can't remember how, how good of a Kyrie had this season. I got to look at his numbers. But he didn't play a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He had a very efficient season. Like if you look at his numbers, it was very efficient. But then again, he missed twenty plus games, so it's kind of like yeah, yeah. All right, let me completely unbiased and don't use your bias, JoJo. But do you really think LeBron should have been second team? <laughs> like, do you really think he even should have been in it at all? Like, all right. To, to be on bias, he didn't have his best season. But his best, his worst season is still better than a lot of the other players. You can't ta- judge him. But I'm talking about, yeah. I'm talking about this yeah, season no, with people who should have made the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly the point I was going to. We might not have seen it as LeBron James' best season, but his season by the numbers, was still better than those Comparable players. to everybody players. else. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I feel like number two was reasonable. Or even three. 100%, yes, because he's LeBron. People might feel like they'll throw his name on there to make the you know the selection. But obviously... How long LeBron, was he out he this year? definitely wasn't first team to be all NBA this year. How long was that he out this year? Like two a month or two? I mean... I, I think like... I'm not sure. It might have been like a month. It was a good Six while. Yeah, he came good back while. right before. He came back right before the final. It was like a yeah, month and a half or something like that. Which that's so a lot I of mean, games. That's a lot of games, man. But then there, there are other players who made the list that were injured as well. Like it is what it is. But um, like I said, his worst season is better than eighty percent of the NBA's best season. You know what I mean? Numbers wise, stats wise, anything you can say. Like maybe it wasn't the best LeBron version we've ever seen. But do you think there was guys that did better than he did that didn't make that, the list? That's not on the list. Well, yeah. we got, we're talking positions, though. He's the best player in his position. Name someone in his position that deserves to be there above him. You can name all what these other they, players. What are they putting him as small the, forward? The list, is, the list is by position. Are they putting him as small forward? Right. Small forward, power forward. Um, yeah, like I said, maybe George, Paul George. I, I, I gotta look at the numbers. Maybe Paul George and Kyrie. Just like you said, Kyrie, the injury, and Paul George. I, I, I don't really. I know. I know he had games this season. I felt like he, he was a, quiet this year. I, I, yeah, he had a productive year, but I feel like 
not that it was, it was bad, Lugia. but I don't know if it was like, yeah, but gave yeah. us like I, it wasn't like he was bad, but it was like D books not on there, man. Like or like KD, like JoJo, did they come out with a uh, rookie of the year? Because I know they announced like the top yes. three, right? Oh um, boy, drum roll. Lamelo Ball. Is yeah, that's what I say. I don't know why I couldn't remember. Yeah. Lamelo Ball is your rookie of the year. Uh, that's pretty good. I think he, uh, who was top three? It was like uh. It was um, ah, fuck. Anthony Edwards. Real quick, Anthony I will say Ball, Edwards, Edwards. Edwards. To me, Luca is a huge fucking snub. Huge. No wait, no. You said he made first team, right? He's on the first. He's on the first team. First oh, team, first team. I got mixed up between what you're saying was the team and who got snubbed. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I know. But, uh, I throw a lot of names out there. That's how I was yeah. like, listen to. Throw a lot. Also, names. they came out with all. Katie's rough, that. man. Not having Katie or James Harden on there is that's. Oh no! Yeah, they they also came out with with all defensive. I saw. I think uh, Jimmy Butler and uh, uh, Bam Adebayo they made second team. Um, I, I forget who made the first team, but they came out with all that shit. I mean, yeah, no Bam on the list either. Uh, was it was Embiid uh, on there? Embiid on there? Embiid. No. Yeah, he was second. Second. I'm about to say he team. should be on there. Like he had a good. As much as I don't care for the Sixers, he's he's a good player. For those who got snubbed, I'm trying to think, you know, who would they potentially, you know, replace? Uh, Maybe Jimmy B. I would say Jimmy B. I agree with those two. Because he was out a lot of the games. I agree with Um, that. I agree with that. Julius Randle had a hell of a season. He earned his way up there. Damian Lillard, surprise, he's not first. And Curry's not second. Even though they both have fantastic seasons. You know. Um, Yeah. Yeah, man. Curry, Curry was what was he? You second first. or first? first nah, he was in first. He was first NBA. Yeah, no, Jordan, was it? That's all I got for NBA, man. What, no, what, do we want to talk about the coaches? Do we want to bring up? Because uh, there's a lot of shit going on on NBA Twitter today. Um, maybe I'll bring it up. Um, uh, I think uh, today, you know, last week uh, there was an article that came out. I think it was written in the Athletic how um, there was a rift in the Mavs uh, management. How uh, I forget who the name of the guy, but they had like a silent. Uh, there was a rift between the players and the management. Uh, pretty much, this article came out. And Mark Cuban went on Twitter. And he's like total bullshit. He like highlight, you know, they quote tweet. It's like total bullshit. But it comes out today that um, uh, not only did one of their executives leave a couple of days ago, but it came out today that Rick Carlisle, their head coach yep. of 13 <clears throat> years, is deciding to leave, even though he has two more years left on his contract. He's deciding to leave. Um, and I think the mainly the rumor is that there's a split between uh, Luka Doncic because uh, I guess a lot of times this season Luka Doncic was yelling and like berating him while, while he was on the court doing a lot of gestures uh, towards the coach and I guess Rick Carlisle took offense to a 22 year old young player kind of heading over the team so they have you know this article came out last week saying oh there's a problem with the Mavs management. Mark Cuban says, oh, this bullshit is all fake. This is made up. And then the next week, manager, one of the executives leaves. The head coach leaves. So now it's only Mark Cuban and, and Luka Doncic. Um, and I guess, you know, that, that's kind of the rift that happened that happened uh, announced yeah, today. You got uh, Porzingis out here complaining. Yeah, but, I mean. Shut your bitch ass up, Porzingis. He's like he got a job, bro. He's like he got a job. <laughs> when I heard he got traded, like. Yeah. When I heard Bro. he got traded for when he got traded from the Knicks, I was like, "Yo, that is the craziest shit ever." Why would the fuck would you trade Porzingis? Because Porzingis was having a fucking year when he was yeah. playing with the Knicks. 
But then come to find out, you know, he gets trading like, oh, the fuck, what the fuck are the Knicks doing? Come to find out, he has like some allegations against him. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, that's that's probably pretty smart. That's probably a smart move. But he really hasn't done anything. I, I don't know what what are you complaining about? Like, I think he's a I think he's a starter on that. He he plays with yeah. Luca uh, yeah. on the starting. Yeah, he's injury prone uh, now. You know yeah. what I mean? He he's not playing like how he played on the Knicks. You know what yeah. I mean? Knicks ain't really have nothing to worry about. Like I know you get criticized a lot playing in New York and everything, but we knew those teams were weren't going anywhere. So he was balling. Yeah. Now you get into the spotlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're in playoffs, and you, you know you, you're trying to win a championship. You play a little different. And he wasn't showing up the way he should have. And, and I think, and I think part of it too was like when he came in, people were like Porzingis. It was kind of, it was kind of a joke. Like they they picked this guy, this random guy, like nobody's ever heard of. Um, and apparently, he, I think Porzingis is like a huge Kobe fan. Um, but you know that year he, that he started, like he played pretty well with the Knicks. But he's really been lackluster this year as far as uh, with the Mavs. Like he really kind of disappeared into you know. Just a and the thing is, with the guy, player, you know? with guys that tall and they don't really have size in them, they have such a short window of like being able to be like great. Very few I mean, guys. He's like, young. He's young. That's the only thing he has probably for him is that that you know potential for improvement. But it's just like he started so hot, and it's like now you drop, and I'm like, yeah. you're not really doing much now. You know what I mean? I think yeah. he became an average player, not like a oh, yeah. superstar from like you know I kind of was in the beginning. Everyone looked at him, so you kind of overlook him now. It's like, okay, oh, they got Porzingis, cool. Yeah, but you also have yeah. Luca on that team, who's the 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 superstar. So now he's like, he's no longer like the guy anymore, and that kind of shows a lot. It was like when you get put up with other guys, like look at Kevin Love. Kevin Love was a a superstar until he went to go play in Cleveland. Now he just kind of came. What is he yeah. still playing, bro? Is he still in Cleveland? Yeah, he's still playing with uh, him. He was mad. And you see that play that this year that happened where he was an inbound pass and he just like kind of just said fuck it and then they stole it and put it up. You didn't see that? And then I think they that him just needs to retire, kinda... bro. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, so, I used to love um, Kevin Love in Minnesota. He was a beast, man, back then. He was nasty. Yeah, man. He had 40 point games, 20 rebound games, whatever his stats were. Like this guy was ridiculous. Yeah. He would just see um, so, three What shit. other coaches we got? What well, other I was going to say. Because earlier this year, uh, we kind of talked about, we were talking earlier about the Boston Celtics and how uh, they had a management change. They had Danny Ainge, who was their GM, um, uh, who, who I don't know if he got fired or he's like, oh, I'm leaving. He retired or something. I forget if he, not, if he got fired or he just announced He didn't get fired. Nah, he, he, yeah. he let his position go. Okay. So, and, and then they upgraded Brad Stevens. They made Brad Stevens the GM. So I don't know if Brad Stevens is still going to be player, you know, like a coach GM. Um, but uh, they ascended uh, Brad Stevens to that GM position um, with rumors that like Danny Ainge, he might go coach the Utah Jazz because I guess Danny Ainge is like a Mormon. So, you know, it's in Utah. That's where the Mormons church, main church is or something. And that was like kind of rumor. But I'm like, yo, if I'm the Jazz, I'm like, yo, that's a huge stretch. I had a hot season without Danny Ainge. I don't need Danny Ainge. Um, but I think I saw some today on Twitter. Somebody made a joke that like um, uh, they're talking about the song uh, Fancy, I guess. Uh, you know the song Fancy by Iggy Azalea? I don't know what year it came yeah. out. But they yeah, said, it's all song. Ever since that song Fancy. <laughs> they said ever since that song Fancy, there's only been two two coaches who remain stayed remain in their position as head coach. And that's Greg Popovich and Eric Spolstra. That those are the only two coaches. So whenever that song came out, whatever, two thousand, whatever, ten eleven maybe. <laughs> two thousand eleven. Those are after thirteen years, those are the only two coaches that are still in their job that they got hired for. And that all you know, all these coaching positions. Are, are, are open. There are a lot of time, you know, 
a lot of shit is going on as far as these coaches firing, coaches leaving, and it's not even like the offseason. Like, we're still in the middle of fucking playoffs. Um, but the rumor I'm hearing now that on Twitter is like, everybody's complaining about, but, uh, you know, we're talking about the Bucks earlier, that uh, Budenholzer, it was a Mike Budenholzer, uh, the Bucks coach, like, he's not really doing, you know, like I said, he, to me, one of the most overrated coaches, Budenholzer, uh, I would say uh, the one for the 76ers, uh, what's his name? Doc Rivers. Uh, Doc Rivers. <laughs> we got overrated Brad Doc Stevens. Rivers Rivers. slander on this show. <laughs> the, rumors that, the rumor is that the Bucks might not keep him. So depending on, I don't know how, you know, how far the Bucks go in the series. I, I kind of, you know, I picked them to go all the way, but they haven't been playing very well. Um, that, that he might, he might uh, uh, lead that position uh, going forward. So there's a lot of coaching jobs that have opened up and like, like I said, we're in the middle of a fucking playoff. Like, it's just the, like, we're, you know, you, you hear all this news, like in the off season, like, you know, we're going to go into the draft or whatever. We hear all this shit ever, but like all this shit's happening going on. Um, uh yeah that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> <laughs> drops the mic up in there drops the um, mic. Yeah. jojo do you want to talk about anything else in the nba going on anything else that interests you i don't oh, know man, that's, that's everything i had to say going on with nba news but um just keep watching you know second half of the season mlb's going on lots going on here uh is hockey playoff season done no no, oh, that's getting crazy, bro. Eastern Conference Finals. We have a lot finals. to talk about these next coming episodes, guys. So another great episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Real Fans Pod. Where can you find us, Gabe? All the things. You can find us on Walmart.com, Craigslist. <laughs> uh, you can Amazon. find us on Twitch. Or no, I don't want to say Twitch because Twitch is a real thing. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, uh, all real the thing. things. Real fast podcast. We appreciate it. <laughs> Energy. You know, the food court. Okay. <laughs> uh, but appreciate y'all coming out, checking us out. We'll see y'all next time on the other side. Peace. Peace. Peace.